Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. Uh, this podcast is for movie lovers. It's not really an unbiased opinion. It's not really a review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. So the format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they grew up with. Uh, we'll talk about the plot, the actors, and the directors. We'll also just talk about the guest's deep personal a connection to the movie because I think that's fun. So if that's something that you're into, uh, keep listening. Hi, this is Lisa, and I have a guest with me here today. Hello, my name is Stephanie. She is a returning guest. You probably heard her on our episode of Alien, but she's back again with one of her favorite movies ever. The Fifth Element. Yes. I'm so excited to talk about this with you. This is awesome. I know we do. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those, like, just thinking about you, like, what movies do you really love? I, like, automatically think this of this movie. one. Yeah. <laughs> I am, like, God, I've been, like, obsessed with this movie ever since I was a kid. This is the, one of those movies that, like, we would watch just over and over and over again. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, usually your parents get sick of it, but this one, no, I don't know, my dad never got sick of it. So. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you see it in theaters or? No. Um... I don't know why. Um, I feel like it wasn't that popular when no. it came out, so it wasn't in theaters for very long. But we had it, like we bought it on, you know, probably like VHS or yeah. DVD or whatever, and just you know watched it over and over again. Yeah, I I think I think I actually may have seen it in theaters. Mm. I remember I saw it, and I think kind of like general audiences felt. I didn't really get it at first. Like I'll oh, be really? honest with you, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is weird. I don't get it." But I think the movie was just kind of ahead of its time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, it was one of those things where when it came out, it was a pretty big bomb. Like, I know mm-hmm. uh, people were pretty devastated by it, like, you know, Bruce Willis and everybody. They were just really shocked because they poured a lot of money into it. Mm-hmm. And it was done really well, and yet it, audiences didn't gravitate towards it like mm-hmm. they should have. Um, but in hindsight, it has really lived on. I mean, mm-hmm. I think just it has such a massive falling. I don't think... Younger people, people younger than us, probably don't even realize that it wasn't a hit, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, I mean, it's very I think it's, it's probably because it's so, um, it is weird. It's like, yeah, it's a weird Yeah, it's very movie. outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. when I was watching a lot of the behind the scenes stuff today, um, and they were just talking about the designs, one thing that I thought rewatching this is it doesn't feel dated. Like, when you mm-hmm. watch it again, it doesn't really look like the 90s. Yeah. You know? It looks futuristic. And it was so cool, We because we recently bought the um, the Blu-ray with all the special features and the, the making of. I mean, it was just, it's really, really impressive. And you kind of realize, like, wow, yeah, that did look really good. And it yeah. didn't look like, you know, old 90s CG. Some, I mean, yeah. some of it does, but some of it just looks really, really good. No, I mean... Yeah, that that was the biggest thing I walked away with was the look of the film. It's really impressive the way they built an entire world, like really gave it that kind of, I guess, respect to, to like let's build an entire world for one movie. I mean, it feels like that, like almost mm-hmm. like Star Wars mm-hmm. or something that's really immersive like that. And not a lot of sci-fi movies have that. Like you watch some sci-fi movies, and you know you can tell they're trying to make it seem like the future, and mm-hmm. but it doesn't have that like realism or I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it. It doesn't look 
lived in. It doesn't look real. Yeah. This does. I mm-hmm. mean, you can tell they poured a lot of money into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to start off with a couple of just quick facts and just jump in. If you have more, I know you have like, I bet you have a lot. So, <laughs> so um, I I wrote down at the time it was the most expensive film ever produced outside of Hollywood, wow. meaning that it was like an independent film. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was watching the behind the scenes. So uh, this director, Luke Besson, did The Professional, mm-hmm. and that movie kind of gave them a little bit more uh, the studios more confidence in him to make mm-hmm. this movie because mm-hmm. this is the movie he wanted to make. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, initially, but it's such a big undertaking and he said the uh, special effects guys were like we're gonna have to wait a few years like we can't physically do what you want to do oh wow like maybe someday we can kind of yeah. thing and then by the time of after the professional and then during the time when they made the movie this mm-hmm. is when they finally were like okay we can realize your vision now which yeah. is crazy to think about when i watched like the making of um it, they showed kind of the comic book that it came from because it was from like a french comic yeah and um those those two guys that worked on it um and they were they were kind of cute because they were like still like best friends, and um, yeah. but yeah that he talked about how much he loved that comic that it was mm-hmm. from and that he was like finally after all those years that he was finally able to like make this movie yeah so that's kind of cool that he was finally able to realize that dream yeah and it's such a big I mean if you were to try to pitch the idea of this movie to someone I mean it's just. It's totally Very out there. Yeah, and yeah. it's so different. I mean, it's not like Star Wars. It's not like Star Trek. It's sci-fi, but it's... I mean, I think, like, nowadays, if you were to pitch it, people would go, oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But it's like back then, I think, you know, it, it's such a different idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about those two guys. I have their names here. I'm probably going to butcher them because they're French. Uh, Jean Girard. He mm-hmm. uh, designs heavy metal. You know that like, oh, yeah. magazine, heavy metal? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jean-Claude... Mercier, mm-hmm. he's not credited, but he's the guy that um, draws Valerian, which is the movie that the director's oh, making now. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, like, he used these two guys, like you said, French comics, which is interesting. It's, like, the biggest, most influential sci-fi artist for French, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, their designs were so good that, like, even now, you know, they, yeah. they look so fresh and so, so different. Like, yeah. I mean, they designed a lot of... One of the two guys... I can't remember which one designed a lot of the stuff in Star Wars, too, or his designs were ripped off or something, oh, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I heard that um, that this director was really upset by the way that, um, I, gosh, I can't remember which director it was, was treated mm-hmm. um, during Star Wars because, like, some of the images, like, uh, when Hans and Carbonite, uh-huh. and then also, like, the Slave Leia bikini. I heard that, too. Yeah, it's yeah. like they were directly taken from mm-hmm. his designs, so he made, like, sure to credit them. Yeah. Although, this guy, Jean-Claude Mercier, he's not actually credited in the film, but he's in mm-hmm. all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and he even mm-hmm. did, like, a little tour of his art, and he was mm-hmm. like, this is the art from this movie, yeah. so it's definitely his. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, just really interesting how that does seem to happen a lot to artists, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole documentary on Hulu about one of the guys that helped design, like, Batman. And, like, everything that you think of as Batman, he was never credited at all. Gosh. And then, like, if you ever read or anything about, like, Disney, same thing. Mm-hmm. He had a whole team of people under him designing all that stuff. They don't get any credit. Mm-hmm. Just kind of happens a lot. So it's cool that this director was, like, and, and these this guys one, did this. Uh, I, in one of the special features... Um, I noticed that 
you know, a lot of times they'll show like the original artwork for the show and then they'll have changed it. Well, some of them are just exactly, they used exactly what the artist had, had drawn and it looks so cool. Like the ships, I mean, the, the buildings, um, everything just looks, everything about this movie it's just, it's so fun to watch. Even if yeah. you watched it, like, in silence, it would be fun because yes. everything's so colorful and everything is, um, everything looks different. It looks like they're from different aliens, you know, from yes. different worlds. they look like different species mm-hmm. instead of, like, you know, kind of like on Star Trek, everyone's basically just a person with yeah. different makeup. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. That is so true. Um, it's interesting you say that because also in the behind the scenes, the director was saying he wanted to do it a science fiction world that wasn't, like, drab and dark. He wanted mm-hmm. it to be, like, really colorful. Yeah. And that is something that really stands out in the movie. It's very colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a little well, bit more uplifting, too. Yes. It's kind of a happier... I mean, there's there's drama, there's danger, but it's not, you know, it, it doesn't end on a down note. You're right. Which is nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not like a dystopian future mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, let's it's see. kind of awesome future, actually. I kind of like to... Go to Flossum Paradise. Exactly. I know. <laughs> so it looks fun. so fun. Like, like that's what, that's what I mean. Like, it looks real. Like, it looks like you could go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also put that Willis and old uh, Bruce Willis and Gary Oldman, they don't share any screen time together. They the don't. Movie. Yeah. I think that's one, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the plot, but one interesting thing about this movie is that, like, the two main protagonists, they don't even, like, see each other. Yeah. It's really weird. Uh-huh. And I don't think I ever realized that until I read about it. And yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, they don't. It's weird. They yeah. never they never meet each other. Um, Gary Oldman just kind of dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gary Oldman in this movie. I know. Movie. I know. He's I do, awesome. too. He is so funny. And his, like, weird hair. Yes. And his, uh, the, like, the weird, like, um, like plasticky hair thing, or, or head thing he yeah, has on. Yeah. And then... His, oh my god, I hate, usually I like, you know, animals, but with his little, oh, like, oh, slug. Yes, yes his gross I little pet that has, like, the weird eyes. <laughs> oh man, that thing, I really don't like that thing. <laughs> I always forget that that thing exists until I watch the movie mm. again, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about him. Ugh, yeah. It's so gross. It's really gross. But when you watch the making up, it was really hard to make. Oh, really? But, yeah, like, they did a really good job, like, articulating all of his little, like, it, his it tail looks real. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like yeah, a it's big, fat, like, hairless rat thing. Yeah, yeah. oh, well, super like gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should do the synopsis next. Yeah, do you can. want to do it, or? Uh, no, no, go for it. Okay, I'll go, okay, here we go. But, um, okay, the fifth element. In the 23rd century, a New York City cabbie, Corbin Dallas, finds the fate of the world in his hands when Lilu falls into his cab. As the embodiment of the fifth element, Lilu needs to combine with the other four to keep the approaching great evil from destroying the world. Together with Father V2 Cornelius and zany broadcaster Ruby Rod, Dallas must race against time and the wicked industrialist sword to save humanity. That, that actually sounds about right. Yeah, that's like probably the best yeah. synopsis I've read. Yeah, some yeah. of the synopses you're like... What movie was that? <laughs> yeah, that was not this movie. <laughs> it's funny that it's funny in this description because I thought this thought before mm-hmm. the the great evil. It's so ambiguous. It is. It just, they never really say like what what is this thing. They never come out and say it, and you never really know, and you don't really care. Yeah, it's almost like there's no real bad guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, we'll get into the, well, it's, it's, it's just like it's a just giant. Really good. Uh, sphere (laughs) of what? I don't know. Yeah, and that that, that, uh, um, fact about uh, Bruce Willis and Gary Oldman not sharing stage time or screen time together, I mean, 
that's kind of like this movie has like different things happening at the exact same time yeah. that are loosely related, but not really. Mm-hmm. It's like they're all involved in one big event and they don't realize it. And uh-huh. I, I don't know that I like that. That's really different from like yeah. almost any other movie I've seen. Like mm-hmm. you can't really compare that to any other sci-fi movie. Yeah. I don't know. I really like that. So yeah. Yeah. And I'd never thought about that before until I, I read about it. I was like, oh yeah, like they don't even know each other exists. And then yeah. he just dies. <laughs> Um, so okay, so how what like order are we gonna do this in? Because oh yeah, I the number one thing I want to talk about the, my favorite thing about this entire movie is Ruby Rod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we I just, definitely I can talk, talk about, about him forever. <laughs> I love him so much. I want to be best friends with him. <laughs> yes, I love that character so much. But um, whatever order okay, you want to okay. go in, is we'll, nice. we'll go over these really quick <laughs> okay. and then we'll get straight to Ruby Rod. Don't All worry. Right. <laughs> Okay, so Luke Besson is the director of this movie. Um, some of these other films I didn't realize he directed. Uh, Lucy, I didn't see that one, did you? Mm-mm, Lucy, okay. No. He directed The Professional. I love that of course, movie. I've actually. seen that yeah. one, yeah. Um, and then La Femme Nikita, never seen it. I did, I've did. i never seen it, but I did hear that he. Yeah, left. so uh, at least two other movies with female leads. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, he wrote and directed this film, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize. Yeah. Like, and that I think that's really cool, and I can't wait. I, I'm actually pretty excited about the Valerian movie. Are you I am too. I am, but I, I I kind of, from what I've seen in the previews, it doesn't look as like fun and kind of that's happy true. as this movie. But I mean, that doesn't mean that it's not going to be good. Yeah. I'll still see it for sure. But it's also hard to tell when they like cut the trailers. Like it yeah. may not be what they're advertising, right? You know. But since he had that thought of like he wanted the fifth element to be fun, hopefully he injects that fun mm-hmm. flair into this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next person that I had to talk about was Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that theater helped him overcome a stutter? I didn't know that. No, I didn't yeah, know that. Apparently, mm-hmm. he has stutter. And uh, when I think of him, I think of The Sixth Sense. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Die Hard. Right, yeah. <laughs> Mainly because of Kara. She always <laughs> she <laughs> loves those Die Hard movies. <laughs> um, and then 12 Monkeys, I really... That's another sci-fi. Right. Really I love yeah. 12 Monkeys. I do. Yes. We should do that, so too. Good. We should. You can be, like, the sci-fi person. <laughs> yes. You really I do like it. a lot of sci-fi movies. I do. Yeah. I do, and it's, um, it's really, it's thanks to my dad, because he... You know, he let us, well, he let me watch, I don't know, I guess I was mature enough. He let me, basically, I could watch whatever movie that I wanted. It really didn't matter, except for, there are two movies that I was ever forbidden from watching, and that was, um, okay, gosh, what was that movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? It's, like, very sexual. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut, and then the other one, uh, um... Okay, who was the director of Ice White Shut? Uh, Kubrick. Kubrick. Okay, so, what's the other one that he Clockwork did? Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are the two. Those are the two. I've actually still never seen them. <laughs> the director said that he was the easiest person to cast. Like, he just had him in mind. And huh. he, like, let him read the script and just walked away from him for a couple mm-hmm. hours, came back, and Bruce Willis was like, I'll do it. Yeah. Which he was taking wow. a pretty big pay cut because he was really famous by this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember um, in the... Um, in the, what do you call it? The, the, the special features. Scenes, yeah. yeah. It was, um, this, it was a very different movie for him to yeah. have done. So I think that's kind of cool that he's willing to do, you know, yeah. not just action movies, but also, you know, sci-fi, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then he did The Sixth Sense, which is a horror movie, so. Yeah, and, and even 12 Monkeys, I feel like yeah. he, he started to realize, like, I want to branch out and do something mm-hmm. different. And yeah. he's so typecast as, like, this big 
like brutish guy, you know, mm-hmm. and like Pulp Fiction and like this movie or not right. this movie, but um, Pulp Fiction and Die Hard. You know, yeah. he was just becoming Sylvester Stallone pretty much, and I think yeah. he wanted more. And mm-hmm. he's just he's capable of more. Like he's yeah. a good actor. Like mm-hmm. you love that down to earth, like earthy quality about him. Like mm-hmm. he seems like he could drive a cab. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. I do like Bruce Willis in this movie. The only thing I ha- I and I didn't realize this until uh, I watched the special features, but okay, so um, what's her name? Mila Jovovich in this movie. She's only like you know, she's only like tw- what is she like twenty eighteen yeah, or she's something? Really young. She is way <laughs> way younger than Bruce Willis, and that I- I'm glad that I didn't know that yeah. <laughs> going into it. I guess as a kid, I didn't realize like the big age difference. Like everyone was just an adult to me. Yeah, but for sure now I'm like. That makes me pretty uncomfortable because it's a <laughs> huge, huge age gap. Yeah. But. Well, I also, like, I think um, Mila Jovovich, well, the director was married when he made this movie mm-hmm. and then he, like, left his wife for her. You know who he was, uh, well, you know who he was dating? I don't know if they were married. He was dating the, um, the, um, the diva. Yeah, the mm-hmm. opera singer. Yeah. 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 That's, That's crazy. That's so weird. I know. The life of a director. I mean, he's definitely not unique in that. That happens a lot. I know. I mean, it's I'm also like they're in the same I didn't know all that drama before I saw that movie, so. <laughs> yeah, that you always find, I mean, anything that you like is going to have something like that. Right. I mean, they're real people with real problems, so right. I mean, it's not a big deal. Mm. I think Mila Jovich, over the course of her career, I mean, she's really done a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, she has I made like the her. most yeah. of, like, yeah, I've always liked her. Mm-hmm. She's one, she's definitely one of, like, Nick's Hollywood crushes, probably. Oh, yeah. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um you know but she's so cool in this movie yeah. too i mean she's she's a real badass i mean she the first scene with her well one of the first scenes when they first um so she is you know basically she when they find her she's destroyed up into like basically to her wrist oh yeah and yeah. then they remake her which is by the way one of the coolest scenes it, really it looks good i mean thinking of the 1990s that scene looks good it does i mean it's definitely but it when they're putting her body back together in like the little slices, yeah, it's so cool looking. It is. Um, so anyway, so they put her back together like that. She's good to go, and she's like, hmm, I don't trust these like weird guys. So and she literally jumps through the wall. Yeah, and she doesn't know where she's jumping into. It's so cool. <laughs> I will definitely say, like as an actress, she like one hundred percent commits. Like every role, she just like. Mm-hmm. does it 110 like mm-hmm. she never holds back like even in these movies or even in like uh resident evil i think she does a good job too i mean mm-hmm. she could be like oh this is silly i'm gonna phone it in but mm-hmm. she never does I, yeah. i've always thought she does a good job so, i think so too. yeah i think i think she like you know in this credit. movie uh they they ruined her hair oh they, I like yeah. Too, yeah they, uh, they first um which really freaks me out as a woman i don't know <laughs> i don't want my hair to be like destroyed but i guess um Whoever did her hair, they first did it, um, you know, they, they bleach it, and then they dyed it, like, that orange. orange yeah. And so some of the scenes, it's her real hair, but then they they did it, I guess they did too much, and they ruined her hair, and yeah. so she had to wear, like, a wig the rest of the time. But actually, it looks... I didn't even I, know I, that. I, don't, until, I didn't notice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure after they ruined her hair, she was like, I could have just had this wig the whole the time. The whole time? Yeah, But thanks. I think they were going for, like, that grunge... Look, yeah, you know, and those... it's like that's not kind on your hair anyway. Like yeah. I feel like they should have known that before they did that to her. Oh, I know. Oh man, yeah, yeah. that would be bad. My <laughs> hair like bright orange and all like <laughs> jacked up. Yeah. No, I mean, I th- I think she did an awesome job in this movie. So mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 
Um, I also have uh, Gary Oldman as the last person talking. <gasps> yes, about. Uh, I love like Gary Oldman so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, 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 I think he's my second favorite too. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, he was told to give up acting by like one of his, I think, teachers or something. Was like, you oh need to God. just give up. You're like terrible at this. Wow. Well, he I'm went glad on to he have, ignored like, them. I know he went on to have like an amazing career. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's the bad guy in the professional. Oh yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I need to watch that movie again. I think he's also hilarious in that movie too. He's very evil. <laughs> it's great. He's in um, obviously the Nolan trilogies uh, as Commissioner Gordon. Right. Um, he's also in Dracula. He was Dracula in Bram oh. Stoker's Dracula. I don't know. Have you ever I've seen, seen that, that movie? movie. Oh. I always thought he did a really good job in that movie. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, he's in the Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Potter of course. <laughs> yeah. We've got to talk about that. Love his character. Yeah. Devastated when he died. I know. When he died, oh I was like, God. no, wait, what? <laughs> you know, somebody ruined that for me. Oh, really? Yeah. One of my friends ruined it. She was like, oh yeah, you know, when Sirius dies, I was like, What? <laughs> Did you just tell me, bitch? What the fuck? She felt terrible, but I was so pissed. I'm trying to remember if, like, I knew he died. I can't remember if I read, if I started reading the books by then or not. Because I oh, read the yeah. books, too, but no, I think it was a surprise. Because in the movie, when he dies, it happens so quick. Like, mm-hmm. he just, like, vanishes or whatever. And I was it's like, in the book, too. Yeah, I was and, like, wait, what? And I, I kept thinking... Because he just goes behind the veil. I kept thinking he was going to come back, but he never does, so. Devastated. I know, it's horrible. And then, this movie, I've never (laughs) seen it, but um, he's iconic for it, and he's super young. Sid and Nancy, have you seen that movie? Mm -mm. Where he's like Sid Vicious? Mm -mm. No, No, I haven't seen it. I want to see that, because I'm like, oh, I really like him. Hmm. He's one of those actors that I've always just, like, really liked. He always has, like, kind of character roles that Mm -hmm. are just, like, really fun. Yeah. But, yeah, and he and he does very um, different characters too. I mean, yeah. he's played the villain, he's played, you know, the good guy, but uh, he's always very unique and memorable. Yeah, but um, okay. So now that we've talked about those characters, let's go to the real star of this. Story. Uh, my <laughs> favorite character in any movie ever, Ruby Rod, <laughs> Chris Tucker. <laughs> I feel like this so character good in this yes. movie. He is so fucking good in this movie. I he love is. it. Yeah, I think it was really, like, kind of ahead of its time, right? Mm-hmm. I think, like, if you did this character now, they would have just been, like, he's gay. But back then yeah. they had to be, like, no, he's, like, Prince. Who's yeah, not. that's yeah. cool. And that's who um, uh, Chris Tucker, in the interview, he said he tried to model it basically after basically after Prince. Yeah, and, and Michael um, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but his character is just so fun, and his outfits are insane. They're so he's good. hilarious. I like him because he's so, like, unapologetically himself the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like they perfectly captured this, like, pop star, super rich, too good for you persona Mm -hmm. with also just, like, I don't know, it's like Bruce Willis' character is so annoyed by him. Yeah. But I feel like by the end of it, he has to just respect, like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I I always, that was Putting the two of them together because they're, they're, they basically have the opposite personalities. Yeah. Putting them together and forcing them to be together is hilarious because they they have nothing in common and they they have like basically opposite lifestyles so but he's also kind of like i feel like character is kind of the audience too because mm-hmm. everyone else is like going along with how crazy the world has gotten and everything they have to do but ruby rod's like 
this is crazy. I'm scared. I don't yes. want to do this. He's like you at home, like if yeah. you were thrown in that situation. So. Uh-huh. And at the end, when they're in the uh, pyramid and everything's done and the, uh, the okay, so there's like the, the two monk guys or oh, whatever yeah. you want to call them. And one of them is like, at the end, he's like, yeah. He's like, why are you screaming? Stop screaming. God. Like, haven't we been through enough? I'm like, man, that's how I would be. I would, I would be, be like, screaming. yeah, shut up. Please. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I love all yeah. his outfits too. Yes, so I love I his outfits. Oh my god, they're so good, man! I saw some awesome uh, Ruby Rod cosplayers at Dragon Con. Oh yes, oh my god, that one guy. So good. Dude. Yes, it's it. so good. I feel like yeah. there's a person out there. There's a certain personality type that when he came on the scene, they were like, "That's who I am," <laughs> and like you always see them at cons. They're like, "Yeah, this is my moment." Like, yeah. The, so uh, like, the leopard print outfit. I love the leopard print yes. outfit. And then at the end, when he's uh, he's in, like, the um, the, the outfit with all the roses on it, but then I it's, like, the... so messed up by the end because oh, yeah. he's been through all this, like, trauma. Nobody ever does the rose outfit. I want to see yeah. that. But yeah. the, I said that when we were watching the movie again. I was like, I want to see the rose outfit on somebody. Like, mm-hmm. it's really good. Yeah, this movie, I think that's another big thing about this movie, though, is it had so much fashion in it. Yes. Well, it's all Gautier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't know that until you said that. Yeah. I love it so much. I love all of it. It's yes. So good. It's good. It's well designed. Like I said, it, it, it really doesn't, it doesn't age. Like, now, it, it still looks, like, futuristic and mm-hmm. different. And when I was watching the behind the scenes today, they were talking about, um, you know, we always think of the future as, like, oh, it's going to be so futuristic but really he's like we often do fashion that calls back to another time and he's like so i try to incorporate both of those Mm -hmm. ideas into this movie Mm -hmm. and you really see that and that's true even now like look at how you know where you really see that yeah is um okay the one character who he's like a super rich um he's some like royal guy and he's deaf but he has all the the women surrounding him, you know, because he's so rich. But he looks he looks like he is from you know like Versailles or something because he has like the white curl hair and um, the the outfit that he's wearing it's it's just like you know uh, an old French costume basically. It's not like futuristic at all. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't remember this, but I believe you. He's a, the, do you remember the okay the part where he's um, where Bruce Willis is like. He's motioning to that guy, okay, like, um, everything has, like, like, the shit has gone down. And they're, like, on the floor hiding. And um, Bruce Willis is like, hey, throw, he, he says, like, hey, throw something to me. And the the deaf guy is like, oh, okay. And he gets the, the uh, what do you call it, the pool balls. And he, he's like, he throws it to him. Bruce oh, Willis yeah. is like, yeah, that's not what I wanted. No, that guy. <laughs> okay, yeah, that yeah. guy. Man, that's awesome. But then there's, like, that contrasted with, like, the uh, the flight attendant's outfit. Yes, I um, love the flight attendant's oh outfits, God, though. That's my favorite thing. Well, for uh, those of you who don't know, uh, a long time ago I made a, a costume of the flight attendant so outfit because they're so. I'm gonna, can I post a picture? So of it? cute. Yeah, go okay. for it. It's just so so cute, and I'm actually gonna remake it because back then I didn't know how to sew very well. So. But you wouldn't know that because it literally looks uh, perfect. There's some I also problems like, with it. I guess because I see you all the time. Like, I'm just like, oh, you're Stephanie. But then when you put that outfit on, I'm like, I actually know someone that looks this good. <laughs> no way. Like, what? Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> and I remember, oh like, Stacy put a comment in one of your costumes. She was like, damn. <laughs> She's like, it's Stephanie. really slutty. I'm not going to lie. It's so good, though. 
<laughs> it's so fun to wear too because I mean, you, you know, you definitely get like creepy comments, but you also get um, people, people like, get who it. really, really love this movie, and that's yes. like the best part about wearing that outfit is that like you get people who I've they're, never they're seen not creeper, they're not they're not weirdos. So like, oh my gosh, I have seen this movie hundreds of times, and I'm like, me too. It's it's just yeah. so. Fun. No, but you, I, I mean, I feel like if the director saw your costume, he would, like, retweet it. It looks, like, so good. Seriously. <laughs> I, I need to remake it. <laughs> now you have to. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I'm pressuring you. Just kidding. <sighs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it looks really good. And, yeah, and I think that's one of those costumes you don't see a lot either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like how, like, all of my guests are other cosplayers. Yeah. But, hey, we're all obsessed with movies, so. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. But It's, it's funny <laughs> that, um... Yeah, that outfit, like, the characters, they don't even have names, but, um, when people see it, they know exactly, they know yes. exactly who yeah. you're, like, what you're cosplaying from. I mean, the immediately. Other, yeah, the only other, like, flight attendant iconic thing I can think of right now off the top of my head, this could be because I'm also a 90s kid, um, is Britney Spears. Yes. Movie. Oh, yeah, and hers is blue, too. It kind yeah. of looks like it. I, yeah. I, whenever Maybe she, she liked did. this movie, too. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Brittany? Hell yeah, Brittany. <laughs> Give me a call. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Those, I really like those characters too. Mm -hmm. I thought that like, they have such a small scene, they have really small scenes, but Mm -hmm. they make like a a big impact on the movie. Mm -hmm. I felt like, yeah. Yeah. And plus like, I liked how they were like, really sexy, but I felt Uh like they also, it just seemed like there was some girl power behind it. Yeah. Every scene that they have. Yeah, I think so too. Because, um. Uh, yeah, but especially the part where, um, okay, so the whole, the whole plot is based around that Bruce Willis, basically the, the government or the police or whatever they are, they kind of engineer it so that Bruce Willis wins, like the free trip to Boston Paradise or whatever, and they're like, yeah, we really arranged this for you, obviously. And so, um, when they're in the airport, all these people keep coming up to them saying, like, oh, I'm the winner, I'm the winner. And the flight attendants are like, really? Yeah, you're you're the winner? Okay, no, you're not. Yeah. (laughs) And so they're they're kind of funny in that way, too. Yeah, I like that scene a lot. believe you. (laughs) I was watching the the behind-the-scenes. They were explaining, like, every guy that came up, who they were. They were, like, all famous people I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, like, they were like, this is, like, a a British musician. This is another person. You know, they were were all from, like, different countries and stuff, too. Yeah. You know, okay, so, you know, in in the movie when they're in the airport, there's all that trash, and they even make a comment about it, like, sorry, like, we apologize for the trash. Apparently, and and I, I don't know why I, like, never thought of this. I was like, oh, this is just, like, another weird part of this movie. Yeah. But um, it's a total deleted scene. They're going to have a whole scene about, like, why uh, they were, the airport was full of trash. Oh, okay. I don't know the plot of it, but, um, <laughs> that, yeah, that's why. Oh, interesting. But now, I guess they just kind of had to leave it in there because it's such a huge visual part. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not sure why they decided to delete it. Maybe, I don't know, just don't know, too just long. To, sometimes, I mean, I do feel like this director, he had so many visions like he he just had all these ideas Mm -hmm. when i was listening to uh, mila jovovich talk about him as a director and him as a person she just kept saying like he's such a he's a real artist which Mm -hmm. i do feel like i go back and watch this movie and he is like i mean every single frame is almost like a work of art yeah yeah it's It's so visually interesting yeah just the the whole way through it's visually interesting yeah i feel dumb that like the first time i watch this movie i i was like i don't get it now i'm like (laughs) oh okay i 
get it now. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's like sometimes so it takes a little bit for people to it's, catch up. It's a it's a weird movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure what really drew me to it initially, but um, God, I've just always loved this movie, and I I have no idea how many times I've seen it, but I it's awesome. love it, and it's fun. It's fun every single time you watch this movie. Like you, you're not going to be bored. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I feel like audiences now get this movie more than they did back then, mm-hmm. I think. Because yeah. it's like, now you've kind of maybe seen something like this by now. Like, I think sci-fi is just so much more accepted now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, it is. And so back like, then it was like, you're a nerd. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm a nerd. But, you know, now you seem to really like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. What are your favorite scenes from this movie? My absolute favorite scene is... Um, like I said, when <laughs> when they're in they're in Floston Paradise, right? They're in like the main kind of entryway, oh, yeah. and everything's going down. Everyone's getting shot at. There are like explosions, um, uh, and it's in such a beautiful room, also. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Bruce Willis is with Ruby Rod, and they're they're hiding. And Bruce Willis goes. I guess he's trying to, like, calm Ruby Rod down. He's like, okay, count down from ten. He's like, you know, ten, nine, eight, seven, seven. And he just screams. <laughs> he just screams and he screams. It is my favorite scene. I laugh every single time. Me too. It's so good. I'll just, I love it. I know. <laughs> I, I love Ruby Rod. He's I awesome. love him so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think of other scenes, too. Um, I think, uh... Gary Oldman's, like, death scene is pretty good, too. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> then he puts in, like, the little chip card or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like a, yeah, I'm, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Gary Oldman in this movie. Like, when I first watched it, I was like, I kind of want to be him. Like, I know he's the bad guy, but I I love his, like, stupid hair. And, like, his his stu- it's a stupid plastic cover thing. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so gross. <laughs> In a way that yeah. styles in now, though, like having yeah, that. yeah, it is. <laughs> that's great. Oh my gosh, I love the multi pass like that. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so for those of you at home, uh, Stephanie's uh, boyfriend Josh made a multi pass, mm-hmm. and it looks screen accurate. I think it's it looks very really good. good. It looks really good. <laughs> I like it. It's a- amazing. <laughs> well, let's see who else should we talk about. Well, I actually, I, I was gonna say. Um, this movie, I, I think it's it's my favorite movie because it combines two of my favorite things in, in life or whatever. Um, it's about space, right? It's about the future. And good. it's about ancient Egypt. It, oh, yeah. It starts I, I and ends in ancient time. Egypt, which that's one of my favorite things ever. And it's so cool. It's just so cool the way that they, they integrate it because it starts yeah. off, you know, the aliens... Um, Basically, they they leave. Well, they take the fifth element from the pyramid oh, because yeah. it's too it's too dangerous on Earth now. And those aliens are so cool looking, and they're all real. I mean, that, yes. that's that's Zeus. That's not CG. That's another part of this movie that I really liked is every single special effect. Almost there's mm-hmm. very little CG. Yeah. It's all practical yeah. effects. And like when they, they do like the like, scenes of New York, those oh, yeah. are all like giant models. I could not believe it. It looked so. I, later when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that looked really real. And when you watch the special features, it's all just, like, giant, you know, larger than 
they're, they're taller than humans, but they're all, like, the buildings and everything. Yeah. That's all models. Wow. God, and it took them forever to make it, too. Yeah. Really I know. Cool. I read that they worked on, like, the concepts of this world for, like, 11 months. Gosh. Okay, so we talked about your favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. Is there another scene in this movie that you want to discuss? Um, yeah, the Ruby, I mean, any scene with Ruby Rod in it, you know, I love, I, I love it so much, I love him so much. Um, <laughs> um, I just think it's funny in that movie how, um, every time he tries to, you know, he's a radio personality, um, and he, he keeps trying to, like, interview Bruce Willis, and Bruce Willis is like, yeah, it's, it's great, uh, whatever, and Ruby Rod's, like, so frustrated, he's yeah. like, <laughs> you can't get anything out of him. It's so good. I I also love in that movie how um, Bruce Willis is like, oh, I'm gonna protect you, and she's like, that's cute. Basically, yeah, she's like, she's that's, like, that's, that's cute. I'm the fifth element. I'm the supreme being. I protect you. I I love that part. Yeah. Good. I like when she sees like all that humanity is like composed of or whatever. Like she yeah. sees like the war and everything, and she's mm-hmm. crying. Right. And he's like, we gotta save the world. And she's like, um... She's like, why? Yeah. And then she kind of, like, comes out of it and, like, she saves the world. But mm-hmm. she's not wrong. She's, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It, it's oddly deep in that, yeah. in respect, when she's, um... Because she's learning... She's basically going through the dictionary. And then she gets to, you know, W, and then she gets to war. And she's like, man, humanity is really fucked up. But... Well, we are. Yeah. But then there's, um, I guess Bruce Willis kind of reminds her that there's stuff worth saving. <laughs> this movie, I mean, like I said, when I first saw it, I don't think I appreciated it enough. Now I do. Yes. I love this movie. It's amazing. It's the best movie ever made. Yep. No <laughs> questions. Don't, don't debate with me. Okay, it's well, let's do debate. our last two questions. So, <laughs> okay. um, what keeps you coming back? Like, why do you keep watching it? Because it's never boring. No, nope, yeah, it's true. It's always there's always something you know visually interesting, or it's just it's so funny and it's so entertaining. I just love it. And what would you say to someone that has never seen it before? Oh my gosh, be prepared to have your mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I think this movie was definitely ahead of its time. I think visually, it's just amazing, and then. I do think that, like, it, it came out at the wrong time. Because I think mm-hmm. when it came out, people weren't ready for it. But if it came out now, people would be all over it. Mm-hmm. Which is obvious, because now everyone loves it. Yeah. And so, to someone who's never seen it before, I would be like, do you like good sci-fi? Do you like amazing fashion? Mm-hmm. Do you like incredible storytelling? Mm-hmm. You will love this movie. Do you like comedy? Uh, do you like comedy? Do you like action? Do you like sci-fi? Uh, really, all the genres, it'll... Do you like There's having... romance. There's even yeah. romance in it. And mm-hmm. I hate romance movies, but I love this movie. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming back. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yes, and we will do more with all your favorite movies. Oh, thank you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun listening to that as we had recording it. Um, if you want to see pictures of Stephanie's costume, I'm going to post it online. And actually, if you just want to give me feedback about the episode or any of the episodes, you can reach me at these places too. Um, if you will message me on Twitter, it's at AYA Lisa Cosplay. 
And then also on my Instagram, it's AYA, N is a Nancy, A M I, Lisa. And then I have a Facebook group if you guys want to join it. It's called I Love That Movie. And if you just send me a request, I will accept you. It is a private closed group, but just send a request, I'll accept you. And um, in that group, we just talk about movies that we love. It's a safe space. If you say, I'm really into the uh, Step It Up movies, then no one will judge you. Um, spoiler, I am into those. Anyway, <laughs> I just I just wanted to create a safe space for people to talk about every kind of movie that they're into and just feel loved and welcomed. So if you want to be a part of that, you definitely can. Um, if you bought a shirt... Uh, it, it, they have been shipped. I got a message that they were shipped, so you should be receiving those soon. Anyway, I think that's it. So um, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening.